to episode 11 of our podcast, uh, Not Your Girlfriend's Podcast, and I'm here flying solo this week with a couple special guests um, here to talk about the gay perspective of dating in New York City, what it's like, run through of all the apps, and um, everything else that goes with it. So without further ado, I'd love to introduce you to our special guests, K and T. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Alaska Thunderfuck as She's in the house. I am her. Right. <laughs> so this is going to be a very fun episode. I'm really excited to bring this to you guys. Um, so just to get it started off and get us acquainted, um, Kay, can you just introduce yourself, give us a little bit of background about yourself without giving away too much, and your current situation as far as dating right now? All right, so my name is Kay. As you know, I am gay as all hell. Um, well, my sitch right now is, I guess I'm 23, living in New York City, um, living in Harlem. I've been through, or not been through, wow, I sound like a whore saying that. <laughs> been through them all? She's been through them all. seen a couple guys who've never been really in a relationship and right now I am single as all hell. Okay, okay. And T? Hi everyone, I'm T. Um, I'm 22 and I'm telling everyone that I'm 22 because I turned 23 this week and I'm not ready for it. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's hard to uh, give a lot about myself without giving a lot away, but I went to NYU. Um, I know these guys because we actually interned the three of us together one summer. Um, <laughs> I've been in three different, I guess you would call serious relationships with guys before the third actually only being a week old since okay. last Saturday. So you're in a relationship right now. Yes. And it's brand new. Okay. Do you want to tell us a little bit of backstory of that? Yeah. So this one has been really interesting. It's been, I guess, different from the previous two because I had someone literally identify me on Instagram through a mutual friend that we both have um, and slide into these DMs. Okay. <laughs> okay, work. <laughs> slide into these DMs. Uh, he asked me to get a drink with me, uh, which I thought was a really bold move. Um, but I agreed and he just turned out to be like so sexy. Like we really hit it off on the first date. Um, that was like four and a half weeks ago. And I actually asked him to start dating me last weekend. Oh, wow. Ooh. DTF. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> well, congrats. Thank you. Um, okay. And so we want to go into a little bit of like kind of backstory in the sense of like coming out and like just how like your dating life has progressed, um, you know, in general overall. Mm. So T, if you want to kick it off with like kind of when you came out and like the timeline and how it relates to like your dating history since then and now and all that. Sure, sure. So I would say that I basically knew that I was gay like freshman year of high school, kind of had that like realization, didn't act on it, kind of buried it until my junior year of high school where I was like 
like this is here to stay. What are we doing? Right, right. Um, so started hooking up with guys via the apps. Um, in junior year of high school, the summer between junior and senior. Year oh wow! Okay, that was really my like first crazy summer of exploration, if you will. Okay. Um. So yeah, and then throughout senior year. Um, like winter of senior year, I had my first coming out to my best friend, which was like very emotional, meant a lot to me. Um, and then kind of as like, you know, that whole like end of high school moment where everyone's like nostalgic to begin with and like wrapping a bow on things. It was like coming out to like close friends on the side. Um, and then my best friend actually threw this like crazy, like graduation, actually Thomas gay party. <laughs> so, oh my god, amazing! <laughs> and we literally went to Party City and bought like rainbow flags and rainbow streamers oh. and put them all up in like her kitchen and her living room. She had a giant house. I went to high school with like eighty people, like the same eighty people that I went to kindergarten with. My heart. So it was like a really like fun way to come out yeah. no, oh my god that's amazing and a really like supportive way to come out yeah like. and did you feel like people I mean I guess you said you didn't really even like know for sure until maybe a few years before that but do you feel like people knew no no I don't I mean I don't think so okay um and I feel like I acted like a different person in high school right to back that up yeah yeah so yeah Okay. And Kay, can you give us your background? So my coming out story was very elongated. I actually came out the same summer I met these two people, um, T and L. And I didn't actually, I actually came out when I met or my best friend right now who interned like literally a couple minutes away from me, we got lunch at Chipotle. First of all, Chipotle is my bullshit. I love Chipotle. <laughs> Chipotle, um, sponsor us, please. Uh, <laughs> at Chipotle. <laughs> and it's like, we were just talking, and like, literally, she, she told me she, she was a lesbian. And I was like, wait, you're a lesbian? This is crazy. And I'm just here like, I didn't know someone that's so like mentally strong could be a lesbian. Like, she's just like, yeah, I'm a lesbian. I like girls. Or like, I like to come with girls. I hook up with guys. Um, and I was, and she asked me, I was like, are you, you're gay, right? I'm like, yeah, I guess I am. Ooh, what um, year was this? Hmm? What year was this? Year? Yeah. Um, or like, how this, old were you? 2015. Literally. Ooh. This when summer, we summer, I together. Together. Like, literally. The three I, of us notoriously interned together. Yeah, no. Like, the, that's when I came out. But I knew I was gay since, like, I want to say, honestly, like, elementary school. That's when I first had my first boy crush. Okay. And, like, wow. uh, yeah, no, it was, but it was a lot of just, like, rejection and stuff like that. It was just, like, I can't be gay. Like, this, that, and the other thing. Like, I, this is something I can't do. Um, I have to portray myself as someone else throughout high school and stuff like that. And that wasn't really fun as well. Yeah. Um, but I came out during my internship during 2015 
And like literally, I know you guys took it while you literally were just like I already knew who you were since like the first second I met you. But I, yeah, but I, but I said that with the intention of like I thought you were gay, so now that you were telling me, I wanted you to feel comfortable. And like, yeah, no, 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 no. Literally, world. I honestly didn't know because like literally before that, people like treated me like shit. Like even throughout college, like as you know, like. 2015, I was already, like, a junior in college, so, like, people already knew, and, like, I already had, like, people telling me, like, or, like, degrading, like, the sexuality that they thought I was and shit like that, or, like, are you gay or, like, shit like that, da da this da 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 so stressful. Yeah, I felt so insecure about myself, so I was just like, no, I'm straight, I still like girls. <laughs> um, and it wasn't till I interned with you guys where it was just like, you guys made me feel so comfortable about myself. Y'all didn't give a fuck. You're like, when were you, when were you guys going to tell me that? Are you guys like, when were you guys, when were you going to tell me that you guys were gay? Did you not know this? No, I know this, but I'm just so happy that you hear it like, like say it back to me. <laughs> saying that just because of the different um, societies that I, would, I grew up in back in um, just like Massachusetts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Same cool. Uh, I'm literally... I'm not Plenty of people live in Massachusetts. Good yeah. luck. Right. Yeah. Good luck finding K. <laughs> <laughs> and so like literally the little society that lived in Massachusetts and then I moved to New York, like literally I had so many people just tell me like oh, you're a faggot, like, this, that, and the other thing. Like, I was so insecure just about my sexuality. Yeah. And then just interning with y'all, I felt so free. I felt like I didn't have any, like, um... I didn't have any just, like, insecurities about myself. I could just be myself. I know, like, I had um, tea there, and I was like, oh, my God, wait, he's gay, too. So I could literally ask him any question, and he was putting me on to, like... All this other stuff like Azalea Banks, which we don't have to unpack that yet. No, we do not need to unpack that. But I will let you know, K Azalea Banks is my whole shit for K. Like I fucking like when he told me about Azalea Banks, I was like, oh my god, this shit is Love that. Just because of the fact that I could never be myself in high school yeah, and, like, partway through college. And, and, Kay, you had a beard in high school, too, didn't you? Like, weren't you dating a hot girl? Yes. Yeah, so, I know, I know about this. I didn't know about which this. Which is why I asked. Because me. she was hot. You had me look her up. And, honestly, I would smash. Oh, oh, my God. Yes. So, I had a girlfriend in college. That was actually when I, like, came to, like, the low-key realization that I was just like, I don't like because literally she got naked. I was like, I really want to throw her in my mouth. Oh like, my god! I have to go through with this. <laughs> it's funny because I had like a senior moment of high school where I was like about to uh, like have sex with a girl, and I was like, Ooh, I'm actually just really not enjoying this. <laughs> I, that's where I lost. And then that was when I like tied the bow on the package and like. 
like set the straight ship like off to sail. I was like, no, I'm just totally gay. Okay, so yeah, so so T, so you had that opportunity and you didn't go through with it. K, you had that opportunity and you did, right? Yes. And you lost your V card. Yes. Oh my Jesus, that was. I lost my V card and like literally I wish I could take it back because it had nothing to do, to do with the girl but I was just like holy shit I really do not like so girls. would you say that you actually like regret it yes <laughs> <laughs> not because not because of her because oh my god my girl or my girlfriend slapped my beard at the time she was amazing so nice so just like understanding of everything when I told her that I was gay she was just like oh my god like I do if you need anything like let me know da da this da da that and I was like oh my god I really thought you were gonna hate me like my ex at the or my girlfriend at the time like she was so nice about everything and everything. that is really great that's so nice because yeah. I know that like you had it hard in high school where people like who maybe suspected that you were gay were like not welcoming about it and not like accepting and oh honey hell no yeah so it's like it's it's nice that she was so like understanding of she, that she was she was before I went to college she was my saving grace like I really don't know where I would be if it wasn't for because we were friends like throughout sophomore throughout my sophomore slash or to senior year and I still talk to her to this day. But, like, I really do not know where I would be without her. That's great. Wait, so did you tell her that you were gay in high school or not until college? College. Okay. So, like, after you guys had broken up? Or were you still, like, together? Oh, so there was, like, a period after the breakup and then you told her. Yes. Okay, okay, that makes sense. But she was totally warm to that. Yeah. So this is just out of curiosity. Like, what was the premise of the breakup? Was it, like, we're just going away to school? Or, like, what what was it? Yeah, I used the excuse of just, like, long distance. And I was just like, I'm going to New York. Um, I really can't do this long distance thing. Yeah, okay. Just because I... I still can't do long distance, personally. Right. Just because of the fact that I need that personal, I guess, intimacy. Not at all times, but, like, in the beginning. (laughs) Oh, honey, I need it at all times. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And just so, like, if I don't have that intimacy, it's just, like, and I'm just sitting around there for, like, a couple months, just, like, oh, yeah, I'm dating someone, but they're, like, in another state. Yeah. I can't. There's so so much, like, anticipation and, like, waiting that just taxes on your patience that deals with being in a long-term relationship, I feel like. Exactly. That's so true. So, like, I really, that that was the excuse I used, but I was just, like, honestly, I really just am, like... If I was going to tell her right now, I'd be like, I just really am not sexually attracted to you because I like men. Right, right. I like dick. (laughs) (laughs) And that was my full, like, party moment, like, like graduation. I was like, yeah, I like dick and boys. Like, (laughs) joke's on you. I fooled you for the past three years. And it was like... Three or, like, since kindergarten. Or, like, actually kindergarten. Like, five, but, yeah. It was cute to have that, like, summer where everyone was like, oh, this is your new life, and I'm okay with it. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. That's, like, so exciting. It was really exciting. And then NYU happened, which... Like, if you're a guy and you're not gay at NYU, you're in the minorities, so... Really? <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I didn't yeah, know that one of the gayest per capita schools in the country. Oh, so wow. That's crazy. Why didn't I go to NYU? <laughs> <laughs> We're, like, reevaluating our life choices. Right. I went, I went to St. John's University in Queens. What? <laughs> Queens. Right. <laughs> you're still my queen. <laughs> 
Before T got here, and I am a little tipsy right now, so there you have it. Um, we're having a great time. We're having, we're having an amazing a, time. A time. We are. The time. Okay, so on to the next topic what everyone really wants to know dating apps. So, um, okay, Kay, I'll let you kick it off. So I asked you of your rank of dating apps, and your first one you said was Tinder. Mm-hmm. So let's talk through that. Well, Tinder is where I get most of my matches and where I talk to the most people, honestly. Me too, me too. Um, I, literally, <laughs> I literally just ranked it on just, like, who I talk to the right, most. Right, right. Frequency. And it yep. was just, like, Tinder, Chappie, and OkCupid. Tinder okay. is where I get the most matches. I actually have my most recent date. Um, when I have it? Like, a couple months ago. Or, that sounds really Honey! Funny. No, because, like, literally the other two dates were from Chappie, but, like, okay. Frequency, Tinder was the, like, I had the most frequent dates from Tinder. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, like, my last two dates were from Chappie. But um, Tinder, I met this guy from Louisiana. He was here for New Year's, a.k.a. January. Um, and he was here just for, like, as I said, New Year's and stuff like that. So just, um, like, happened to be in town. Like, mm-hmm. was visiting and trying to okay. have fun. Yeah, I think yeah, I yeah. remember this. No, he wasn't trying to have fun. That's the, that's the gag. What? Um, and so, literally, went out to dinner. We had a great time. Um, and he just kept texting me, like, when he ba- went back to Louisiana. And he's like, oh, yeah, you can come to Louisiana when I graduate. Da-da-da, this, da-da-da, that. I'm like, I don't want a long-distance relationship. I am so sorry. Yeah. He was saying that after how long of talking? Literally, one-on-one date. Okay. Okay, like, that's a lot. Which, to yeah, it's just a like, lot. It's, it, I feel like it's just like a cultural like difference between the south. I feel like from the south and like the northeast, because southern hospitality, they're all right. of like literally yeah, yeah. and yeah, the southern, southern chivalry. Are so yeah. fucking nice. They're so nice. I felt so bad saying this. I was like, I hope he doesn't hate me. But literally, when I said this shit, he stopped texting me. <laughs> So you guys went on one date, he made that proposal for long distance kind of situation and then he was, shut it down. If he was in the Northeast, I would probably still be dating him right now. Okay. But I was just like, I really can't do long distance. I, As I said before, I need that intimacy. Right. Like from time to time. And it's like, if the, if the next time I'm going to see you is in May, I can't. And That's a lot. When the first time I saw him was in January, I can't do that. Especially in like the infancy of a relationship. So I was in a long distance relationship yeah. in college and like, yes, we were long distance for the school year, but like we met in the summer. So we had those three months of initial like intimacy mm-hmm. and that like kind of constancy of like being together every single day, hanging out every single day. Um, and so then when we left and it was, you know, long distance, it was like, all right, like we had already like set the stage that we really like each other and had all this time together. So it was easier to kind of do that, like 
distance from there on out. But I can't imagine like meeting someone, going on one amazing date, and then being long distance from there. No, it's it like, is impossible. It's I, like I, you I, haven't. I don't think it's possible. It's like you haven't established enough yeah. to make it worth it. You need to have. Point. I guess when you're in a long distance relationship, you need to have like memories and like things to like. Yes, alive. you need stuff to hold on to. Because when I when I dated long distance, I only did it once. I was dating this guy for ten months already. Um, I had accepted an offer to study abroad, like way, like a lot, like even before I met this person. Okay. So, so it was like this thing that was always coming up and I was yeah, like, yeah, are yeah. we going to even last until then? Like, wasn't even sure. Um, but we had like built up so much together before then that it was kind of okay. And he also was able to visit me like once a month while I was in Europe too, oh, which wow. like, kind of made it okay. Cause yeah. it like obviously broke up the long distance thing. But I don't know if I would have been able to do it if it was just like goodbye until Christmas right. Like, right. for the fall semester. Yeah. I, don't think I would have been able to do it. And it's not like I would have cheated because, like, first of all, like, infidelity is like one of my biggest pet peeves. So I could never do that. But it's just like, if I'm in a relationship with someone, I need to see them like a certain amount of times. And it's just like, if I only see you, if I only met you in January and then the next time I see you in, in May, I, not that I'm not going to do anything, but you can't expect anything from me. Right. It's like, who even are you? Like, I don't even know you well enough to like commit myself to you. Yeah. At that point. Exactly. Like, but the thing about it is that on the opposite spectrum, he was like, oh yeah, I can't wait to see you for graduation. I can't wait for you to meet my family and like my friends. I'm like, okay, this is really about to make me like break out on the forehead. Like I was really stressed about that. So yeah. I had to nip that shit in the bud. Okay. It seems like he set up a lot of expectations to begin he with. Really, he really did. He really Which did. Which is so easy to do when you start dating. So yeah, no, but like, like, as I said before, if he was in the Northeast, oh, honey. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel like you would have been together right now? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Because I feel like I'm the type I, I don't like, I don't like start shit or like, I'm not the confrontational type of person. Where it's just like, I could, you know, I could do confrontation now. But like, oh, literally. I hate confrontation. It's stressing me out. Like, last time I had a conversation, confrontation, I needed to take a nap. <laughs> I was like, that is too much energy. I just protruded in that one moment of time. Confrontation, yeah. you mean like asking the other one out on a date or like making the first move? Oh, no. It's just like, like any argument, kind of confrontation. Any kind of confrontation, honestly. Okay. Not asking. That's not confrontation. Yeah. When I say confrontation, I mean like arguments and stuff like that. Okay, okay. But just like, I know I'm a very chill person, very mellow. Like, I like to get along with everybody. I try to get along with everybody. But just like, I feel like, no, I feel like I would definitely still be with him unless he was very confrontational. Okay, That's really okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So... Why don't I go through my apps? I was talking for a whole last no longer. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, I guess mine are a little different. Um, I do believe in the power of grinder, so that has to be <laughs> my, just like given like my life cycle as a gay. Like grinder has been the number one app that I've like made the most connections mm-hmm. off of. Okay, wait, so so give yeah. us some background on Grinder for us like straight females and males out here who are obviously not on it. Yeah, of course. Um it's like Tinder on steroids. Like it it's like <laughs> it's like a nine by nine grid of, of profiles. 
profile pictures of guys. Like half of them are just like headless torsos with mm-hmm. six packs. Yep. Right. They all have some sort of bio that either indicates like whether they want to top you or be a bottom for you, or whether they want to go on a date with you, or whether they just want to bang tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just message them. Okay. And you can like, there's a button that's like right next to the message where you can like send your location. And you can literally just meet oh, up and fuck okay. like I within s- twenty minutes. So is, is there a mutual match kind of situation there, or is it like you can just message someone and they don't have to There's match? There's no you match feature. It's, okay. it's people reaching out to message each other and seeing where the conversation goes. Okay. okay. So it's a lot like like laid out to bear more than I guess Tinder. Right. You're like putting like your nice profile pictures up front right, and right. like seeing what people You're say. You're playing this like nice little dance of yeah. like, oh, I'm gonna wait till you match me back. It's a lot. Right. Like right, right. Basic. I have barely been on Grinder. Like, I literally, when I installed Grinder, I will say this, but like, I literally had it for two days. And I was like, okay, I can't do this. This is so stressful. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a and lot. then I uninstalled it. But I started like, using Grinder junior into senior year of high school. I okay, just, wait. So when you first said that, that you started using apps when you like first realized that you were gay, so. What was around at that time? So it was Grinder. It was Grinder. It was just Grinder. It was like literally just Grinder and this other app called Jacked. Okay. Jacked is another major yeah. Tinder. I know or major like literally Grinder yeah. and Jacked are like the hook correct me if I'm wrong, the hookup apps. Yeah, I mean I don't I don't know if people use Jacked as much anymore. Right. I noticed I Jacked know. didn't come up in either of your top threes. Yeah, but so. I, I literally could be wrong. Yeah, no, one of my good friends uses Jack and he always mentions Jack. I was yeah, like, I, oh I I'm just wrong. No. But <laughs> um interestingly enough, my number two, I guess right now, just based off of like life experiences, is Instagram. Um because I feel like there's like there's like a DM culture with Instagram, obviously, with right. like gay and straight. Um, but I have this re- I've had this like really amazing experience over the last five weeks where this guy literally just slid into my Instagram DMs. And that was the first time that's ever happened to me. And I guess it felt really hot to just be like pursued yeah. like via the DMs and asked mm-hmm. out. So yeah. I thought that was really hot. And then afterwards, when, like, the chemistry clicked, it just really seemed like it all felt together. And, like, right, that's right. where I am right now. Like, that's really good, this That's so interesting because, yeah. like, as a female, the DM culture on Instagram is so different. Um, I get a number of guys that slide into my DMs at any given point in time. But it's usually just, like... Either a very ambiguous, like, short message, like a hey, like a something that's just, like, them waiting for me to respond so they can then figure out what to do with it. Mm-hmm. Or it's like a, hey, honey, you're so pretty. Have my babies. And it's, like, gross. Or yeah. something weird, like, right? So creepy. L-O-C-K. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what to do with this. Why yeah. did you comment on a picture of me and get in my DMs from here? Like, it's weird. Like, the, the DM culture is so different. For females, when it's like, you know, for, I, I would say 99% of like males that slide in your DMs, you just write them off and you, you know, you block them or you decline or whatever it is that you do. 
because it's like, okay, this guy went out of his way when we don't follow each other to try to send me an unsolicited message. And that's the message that really is behind it is like, okay, it's creepy. I didn't ask for this. And so I'm going to shut it down. Of course. Yeah. There's that whole initial barrier. And I had it too. When I got the first message, I was like, who is this guy? Yeah. Like, like who has the nerve? Yeah. Like, right. <laughs> no, but, but like something like that, where I was like, he's just DMing me out of the blue. Like he doesn't even know me. Right. Um, but I guess he just did it in like an artful way and was like, we have this mutual. Yeah. I love him. He does this and that. And like, this is what I do for work. And like, we have these common experiences and like, get a drink with me. And I was yeah, like, yeah. Okay. I think <laughs> so. a mutual friend makes that like, makes that approach so much easier because it's like, here is the reason or like kind of like the, I don't know, like the, the vehicle that got me to this. And it's not just like, I'm a random stranger out of the blue that stumbled upon your Instagram. And now, Hey, here I yeah. am on a date. Also, if you start the DM with like, you're beautiful, sweetie, X, Y, Z, like it's just gross from the start. Right. right? Like with the team, you're never going to get anywhere with that. Right. So like, talk to me and have a conversation maybe. Like break down the barriers in like yeah. a cute way. And yeah. it seems like he did that with you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, so then given that like two months ago, Instagram would not have been on this list. So That's so interesting. That's interesting. But then there's the whole culture of like the gaydom on Instagram and like Insta thoughts and like West okay. Hollywood gay. I'm putting, my, I'm putting my head down for this shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's talk through Insta thoughts. Let's unpack that. Let's right? unpack. <laughs> so there's a whole collection of like your like generally like white muscular gay. That's on literally that's literally Bumble. <laughs> but also on the gram that have yeah. like 50k followers. They're like okay. chiseled, like give you their gym instead every day. Like post for pictures with each other out at their functions. I was like, wait, how do y'all find um, each other? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Through Instagram, probably. But like, I, I don't know. I enjoy following them. <laughs> like, right. It's like, no. it's like I, I drink that Kool Aid, but <laughs> no, like literally one of the other apps that neither T or I have mentioned is Bumble, and that's yeah. just because of that. Literally, Bumble is literally all the chiseled Caucasian, like beautiful men that I'm just like. This can't be a real profile. This has to be a robot. Like, I, I'm i just like, no. I have to, I've installed it like three times. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, do you remember that morning that I slept over at your place and that beautiful, beautiful, chiseled British man, like, liked me on, or yes. matched me on Tinder and oh messaged me? Yes. Like, okay, so, guys, the most beautiful human being, the most beautiful specimen of a human I've ever seen in my life. His job on concussion cheese. <laughs> matched me and messaged me. And I was just like, this is not a real human being. I am being catfished. Goodbye. Um, I still waited for him to answer. Eventually, he unmatched me for reasons unbeknownst to me. I deadass ask if I ever get, like, really happens, but, like, if I ever get matched by someone like that, I'm like, are you a real person? Right. I'm I don't think this guy was. Right. Because I'm just like, you... 
Or beautiful. <laughs> but that, yeah, I feel like you can do that so easily. I have no experience with Bumble, but I feel like you can do that so easily on like Tinder or Bumble. You, like you can like play up an image of yourself. And that may almost be why I prefer something like Grindr more because it's like, this is the one photo of you and like, what do you have to prove? Like through so, the chat. So on Grindr, you only have one photo? Well, yeah, max one photo. Oh, okay, okay. And then you can start sending photos to people, but that's all. Oh, no, they look so Grinder kind of reminds me of Pure, which I think me and B have talked about before. So Pure, for anyone who doesn't know, is like a very like purely hookup app. Um, you put one picture of yourself on. There's no bio. There's no nothing else. You just put on your picture and it tracks your like location. And so when you get into it, the interface is literally just a picture and a location of how close that person is to you. And you can like message or match or whatever. I haven't been on it too many times, um, but you can like match from there. And then like the, like the, in, the uh, intention of the app is that like you'll match immediately, set up plans and then like meet and immediately. Meet, uh, and yeah. if you don't, I believe if you don't send a message within an hour, the match goes away. So it really is like meant for you to meet with that person immediately. An hour? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I've never actually met up with someone over pure, um, but me and B have like tested it out. Yeah. But like, (laughs) it really is like setting the stage that like what you are doing there is meeting someone, like messaging with someone, connecting with them, what have you, and then meeting up with them in real life immediately afterwards, Mm -hmm. Um, or at least setting a plan to do so. So that seems like similar to Grindr for me. Interesting. Yeah. That's crazy. So the next one on both of your lists was Chappie. Let's talk about Chappie. Um, I have a really limited experience with Chappie. Um, I mean, it's kind of just come out like last year. Correct me yeah. if I'm wrong, I believe so. But I had it. I had it since like yeah, the, it, the major difference with Chappie is that you're given a slider. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a hybrid between Grinder and Tinder because you have a slider at the top and you can literally like as you go on it every time slide it to like the right and be like mm, I'm looking for Mr. Right which right. is like a relationship or slide it to the left and be like I'm looking for Mr. Right now which is like Ooh. I want yes. yeah. and, then, and then you start swiping as you would on Tinder but it's like the like group but it's filtered yeah, yeah. yeah. you also have a medium which is like Mr. Who Knows like he's like I don't know what I want I could be Mr. Right or Mr. Right now I could fuck you tonight like, and I could fuck you next week pick a side <laughs> yeah that's my opinion too like okay so what are you what are both of you on Chappie are you Mr. Right or Mr. Right Now oh, not Mr. right now right prior now, to your relationship I'm mean, I Mr. like when I was on Chappie I was Mr. Right Now because if like I don't know. Like, let's let's like at least go into that with that expectation because that's why we're on here, duh. And then we can like break it down if we realize that there's chemistry, which is yeah, not hard yeah, to do. Yeah. So. If you have like some really good sex and you're like, oh, this is a good. Or even that just I realize, be- yeah. Or even just realize before that that you're like, oh, this like we have some things in common. This person, right? Yeah, then you can pursue special. it more from there. Yeah. And Kay, how about you? I was Mister Right Now. Oh, you cutie. <laughs> Because, like, I just realized, like, I really, I know, like, the gay culture, like, the stigma with it is just, like, hookup culture and just, like, I just know, like, a lot of people are just, like, oh, yeah, you guys just, like, fuck everybody and da da this. And I'm, like, we don't, but, okay, you can do you. Keep pushing. Keep yeah. pushing. 
Um, but like, I'm just like, I don't know. I'm like, not old fashioned, but it's just like, I want something that will last a while. Yeah, yeah. I like love this. I love that we have both sides of the spectrum here. I know. We could do uh, so like it. <laughs> <laughs> recently is like the polar opposite of it which has been so interesting like the like instagram dms yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, it's someone. like not even a dating app but like people are just like thinking outside the box it isn't a dating app but who said you can't use it as a dating app? oh yeah i know which is straight males are trying to do it left and right, right, yeah. <laughs> left and right. but i've never i know i've never had that happen to me so. so maybe we just need to get everyone to be like artful at like Using Instagram as a dating app. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I feel like Instagram is such a better premise because you have your whole life laid out of you there. Yeah. All of the best curated pictures of yourself there where you're like, I look really good on this one vacation picture. And then, you know, every other picture that I've like artfully picked out that represents me. And you don't have to make some like bio that's supposed to like encapsulate right, your, your whole life are experience. your bio. Yeah. Like your pictures tell yeah. a story. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Listeners, get on that. Use your Instagram as a dating app. 2018 is the year of the DM. <laughs> you know, I know I use my Instagram, or at least my most recent picture. I really just didn't give a fuck because I went on a booze cruise and like I had like this headband with like this crazy ass shit on it. And then like I had like a, um, what is it? The, well, a hula skirt. A hula oh, skirt. Oh, that's what that was. I thought that's that was so that, cute. I thought that that was at our, um, uh, co-ed sports thing no, that we do that I'm not too specific honestly, about. I honestly, <laughs> what, the couch, I honestly could not tell you how that happened. I really could not because literally I'm just here like my friend tagged me and I was like when the fuck did I do oh this? Oh my god! <laughs> like, where did this come from? Right! But I was like I have no shame. Was she? Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> I was like I have no shame so I'm going to put on my Instagram and I also I haven't it. posted in like a while. So I was just like, this is a good picture. Yeah, I so. really, really have been trying to like, I, I, I feel like I've gone through cycles where I've been like trying to put up really polished photos and then gone through like the opposite part where I'm like, no, I want people to just see like the real me. Yeah. Like this is me out having a good time and I'm throwing it in your face. And I feel like it's all about like finding a balance between like, like I look really polished, but like this is the natural me. Yeah. It's like yeah. the best part of having a profile on it. I feel the same too. Oh my God, guys, do you know what my favorite game in the world is? It's watching someone who just got out of a relationship binge on Instagram yeah. and post like <laughs> 15 pictures yeah. to try to like clear their ex from their feed without like explicitly deleting them. I love that shit. Mm-hmm. I live for that. That's the shit I do. I love it. Yeah, that was me like last year. <laughs> I live for it. Um, okay. So, um, I think the last one that we haven't hit off of the dating app list is OkCupid. Kay, you want to tell us about your experience with OkCupid? I mean, there's really not a lot to talk about with OkCupid, just because of the fact that, like, I have matched with people, and it's just like, I'm just like, wait, you're not real. But then we have, like, we have, like, pretty good conversations, conversations throughout the day and then there's just like oh yeah your account's disabled and I'm like okay work 
Okay. So OkCupid doesn't really lead to much for you then? No. Okay. So my experience with OkCupid, I met the last two guys I dated on OkCupid. Those were both in 2017. So I haven't really been on in a long time, but my experience back then was that it was more of a relationship app than Tinder or Bumble or anything else. And is that, so that's not your experience. No, not really. Like literally it's just like, I would say, okay, Cupid is like the most, I would say least frequented, but like, I don't really get much out of it. Yeah. yeah so for someone like me, who's literally never downloaded. Okay. Cupid. Can you guys tell me what okay. Cupid is like, it's literally like the most in-depth dating app you could ever find in your life. Okay. So me and Kay's really good mutual friend, M who actually did, um, kind of a feature on the podcast and an older episode, her older sister met her current husband on OkCupid. So it's been like a mainstay in the dating community for a while now. Um, It has kind of the image of more of like a long-term relationship app. Um, I got started on it after my old roommate met her boyfriend on it, like at the beginning of last year. And... It, like, has a ton of questions in the bio sections. You can, like, really, like, give a lot of, like, information about yourself. But, like, not information in terms of, like, high school and college and where I live and this and that, whatever. It's, like, a lot of, like, interesting icebreakers. Like, creative icebreaker Like, creative, yeah, creative questions that, like, get the conversation started. So there's a lot of, like, different prompts for that. And then you can put up, like, probably five to six photos, um... And then OkCupid recently changed. So you used to be able to just like message someone without having to match with them first. I think recently they changed that. So now you have to be a match before you can message. Probably because they realized that like the slew of a thousand messages I would get every three days was like too fucking much. Yeah. So so do you see this like giant, well-developed profile of someone before you even get the chance to message them? Yes. Do you find that that helps or that hurts because you're like develop all these expectations about some or like the story about yeah it's, you it's even totally reach both like I could see someone and like based on their picture I could be like I want to swipe right on that but then I start reading and I'm like uh he's a republican right. uh, he likes this he likes that oh he doesn't like this uh-huh. and then I'm like uh swipe left because I can't be bothered to like overcome or all you like bullshit. compare yourself and you're like well I see how we're not gonna see eye to eye yeah yeah, yeah there's like, like almost too many points of like information too many points of contact yeah because it'll be like swipe swipe right because like I don't drink or I don't smoke and I'm like well I drank and I don't smoke cigarettes, but I smoke weed, we can't be a match. Right, so. yeah. It, like, goes super But are we doing ourselves a favor, or are we doing ourselves a disservice See, by that, doing that? Yeah. Because you might have someone who has those preferences, but it's just, like, a really easygoing yeah, person like that you what, find no issues Yeah, with like, that. what if you meet someone in real life, and, like, maybe you smoke and they don't, but, like your profile didn't have to explicitly say that, so you go on a date and you guys mesh really, really well, and you decide to, like see where things go in spite of that versus seeing it in your profile and being like, "Uh uh-uh, they don't smoke, I smoke, this isn't going to work out, and swiping left. And isn't that how it would have happened 20 years ago? Yeah, exactly. So it's like almost (laughs) like too much information up front. The true tea. Yeah. The mundo. Yeah. Um, And then back, like, when I was using OkCupid, it was still, like, the pre, like, 
having to match um, kind of situation where you could just like get like messages and I would like wouldn't even bother going through the swiping feature because I could just go through my messages and like cherry pick whichever guys I wanted to talk to. Oh, absolutely. And it was yeah. like good because you know, I could pick out the best of the best, but it was also like very overwhelming. So that's still kind of what I associate OkCupid with. And I don't even use it anymore because it's like too much work, too much effort, too much like mental like commitment to know that I'm going to have all of this data to analyze before even like getting to conversation phase, um, let alone going on a date with the person. Mm -hmm. So... Um, I have personally fallen off of OkCupid a bit. And if anyone, you know, listening has listened from our first episode on, they'll know that in the beginning I was a no, a strictly no Tinder girl. Like I wouldn't even go on Tinder because I was afraid. Yeah, I have, because I was afraid of like being on Tinder and like someone that I worked with, like, you know, picking up on my location and like swiping on me, you know, and seeing my profile while I was at work. Um, so I was always afraid. I was always afraid of Tinder for that reason. But I guess like over time, like my tolerance for bullshit has gotten a little lower. And um, yeah. now I just can't be bothered with anything else. So now I'm like mostly a Tinder girl. Um, so I think that takes us through the dating apps. Mostly. Yeah, I would say so. And then I like kind of just want to talk about like, okay, so after you've had that first, you know, after, okay. So after you've met someone on a dating app, you're going on a first date, maybe there's the possibility of you guys having sex, like things leading to the next stage. What are like your kind of like, I don't know, what's like the culture around like preparation, protection, protocol, like everything under that realm from a good first date Um, to the next step. Yeah. I mean, in the gear world, that has many layers because are you talking about like expectations on the first date? So definitely expectations. Um, and then just like execution. Yeah. Um, we have condoms. We also have this not that new drug anymore called prep. Okay. Um, I've seen like ads for it on the subway. It's effective against treating HIV if taken once daily, basically. It's called Truvada. Um, so that in recent years has really kind of like introduced a new, more like expressive out there culture in terms of like feeling comfortable hooking up as a gay man. Yeah. Um, I think especially for like older gays that like live through the AIDS crisis and everything. Right. Right. Um, but in terms of like a first day, um, I mean like, like, like I guess how I'm like feeling it out on the first day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like firstly, like would a first date more often than not lead to sex? And if so, like would either of you have a condom in your wallet? Like what, like what's the expectation there? Um, I mean, full disclosure, most of my very successful first dates have led to sex Okay. that night um, because I, I think it's just a really like hot way to kick it off. Okay. <laughs> like, like you've had a few drinks, you've like broken down some emotional barriers and you like want to get to know yeah. this person more. Honestly, I'd say the um, same. So I also don't, no think, judgment. don't think that there's any shame in that. Um, like, I think it's like really hot and fun to do that. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, just filling out this this situation and yeah. seeing where it goes. Yeah, I feel like it's fifty fifty with me. Okay. And um, just that's just how I am as a person. Honestly, I'm just like if I don't like you and I just don't like your personality, you're not. No, there's nothing going on. I'm like, okay, it was nice to meet you. We could split quilts and yeah, yeah. And that's the opposite side of what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, no, it's not going to work. Yeah. So that's just me, at least. Um, Yeah, it's just 50 50 for me. Okay. I feel like as a female, even when I do have a really good first date, um, even when I do have a really good first date, there's like sometimes like, I don't know, there's like this like taboo where it's like, if I do sleep with a guy on the first date, maybe it won't lead to a second date because he'll be like, oh, why didn't she wait? And there's this like, you know, this like expectation of like, I don't know, this like false like sense of decorum. Um, Even if like we both want it, I have to like play this game where I'm like, no, let's wait till the next time. So it can be really special. Which you like. Which I like really hate because like if we're vibing and we're having a really good time and things are really hot and heavy, let's get to it. Yeah. Um, So that's really annoying. Is there that same kind of like sense of needing to be reserved? I mean, I. I think I'm really talking from my own experience here, but the way that I've always approached it and the way that it's always worked out for, for me is that it's been like either one well-intentioned first date that led to a hookup or like we actually just like met on Grinder and like hooked up or something. And then from there we chose to like break it down and we're like, oh, actually this was really nice. Let's go on a date. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Um... All right. And so any last takeaways, any last like tips you guys want to give? I really think we did like a great episode here and broke down a lot of the main topics. But any last like takeaways you want to give for anyone else, maybe like, you know, dating in the city um, or otherwise? Um, I would say just like. Be cautious of who you... Because, like, in the city, like, you can meet anybody and anyone. Um, so it's just, like, I guess, just be cautious of who you talk to and stuff like that. And always, open communication is the best thing, at least for me, at least. Um, just, like, with talking with, like, if you're positive, if you're not. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. That's like the big thing with our community, at least, is if you're positive or not. Because if you don't communicate that, or you don't tell them when the last time you got tested, like that could literally just push it into different proportions. Yeah, and I would say, I mean, in terms of the apps, which is what we mainly talked about today, it's an art. Learn learn how to do it right. Yeah. Like, don't be the gross guy or girl who's like pursuing someone like just by like. Being like, you're cute, you're hot, blah, blah, baby. Yeah, it's like, like literally just like pick up the language and like take social to like news. someone's sensibilities, find a commonality. Like it isn't that hard to just figure out how to like pursue someone on an app in like a smart, lighthearted, sexy way. Yeah. Right. Okay. Totally true. Um, yeah, so what you make of them. All right. 2018 is the year of the DM. Year of the DMs. <laughs> Preach it. You're ready to hear first. Yeah. All right. Well, 
Okay, T, thank you both for your time. Thank you for having me. This has been amazing. Um, Signing off, this is Elle. Thank you for listening to Not Your Girlfriend's podcast. Um, Follow us on Twitter at Not Your GF's podcast. Um, Subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on our website for any more um, updates that we have. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.